0: Like I said, we'll just move on.
1: Now her. Uh oh. Do you think she smells like mushrooms? Is that a Ger-
2: that's a German yeah. Shepherd, right? Because they have the best like scent. Yeah. I, know, I, I I'm not a Shepherd. dog scientist. Oh boy. Oh. This is actually a brilliant idea to have dogs that can smell smart. it out, yeah, so you yeah. don't have to use those buzzers from the Fredra.
1: Oh boy. Look
2: at how gray he is.
1: Having, like, another panic attack. I'm
0: starting to doubt if it's a German Shepherd or
1: not. <laughs> oh, oh, what a good boy! Oh, oh no!
2: In the adrenaline, you don't feel it, oh, I guess. Yeah. That like aggressive oh. stab. Don't pull it out. You're not supposed don't to pull, pull it out. I- You're not supposed to pull it out. You're oh, you not supposed it. to pull it out. Oh, it's like a base. It's a
1: baseball bat. Joe. I'm Joe? Gonna a oh boy. Baseball Joe. No, no, uh. no! Get! Joe.
2: Joe? Oh. Shh. Ooh, don't touch it. Ooh, baby. Joe, open your eyes. Infections. Oh, open your eyes.
0: Joel, you gotta get up. Oh,
2: honey. That's like Simba and the Lion King. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. I can't oh, no. stand those <laughs> scenes. Welcome back to New Rockstars, The Last of Us, Episode 6. Ken is here. A show where I finally felt safe for about 40 minutes of this episode mm. runtime for once. and hey, this was the
1: most m- joyous episode of the show. I called we've had. my
2: mom, I called my mom and I said, Mom, wake up, it's a good day. <laughs> it's a good day, safe episode. Uh, this is the break room, our daily show that keeps you updated on all the nerdy news that you need to know. and today we're talking all about last of us. So grab some family and saddle up, do not fall off as we dive in. I'm Jessica Clemens and with us today is Brandon Barrick.
1: Oh, hello, I just want to get a drink at the Tipsy Buffalo. What a good name for a
2: bar, mm. I love it. That was my nickname in college,
1: <laughs> an Anna Vanston.
0: Everybody loves contractors. Wait, sorry. I can
1: can hear my mother from across the country yelling, like, NO! NOT CONTRACTORS! She's had a rough experience uh, doing some renovations. Oh, okay. That makes sense. sense. Uh, As a reminder, for this first part of the episode, we will be spoiler-free, except for, you know, what you've watched of this show so far. But we won't be talking about anything that happens in the games, or anything that happens in part two, or anything that we might know about the future of this show. So we'll just stick to what we know about this show as it has rolled out so far. We recommend if you haven't played the games to avoid reading the comments, if you don't want to be spoiled. And if you're in the comments, try not to be so spoilery or a dog will come and smell it on you. They can smell when you give out spoilers. It's a German Shepherd. It is a German Shepherd. (laughs) Uh, There are a few foreshadowing moments in this episode for folks that have played the game before, but we'll be leaving those out of the episode recap and we'll cover them later. We'll give you lots of warnings before we talk about game spoilers or spoilers for the future. So you'll be warned about that. But for now, this episode begins with a reminder of what happened last week. Why, why, Craig Mazin? We saw it, we lived through that trauma, we don't have to see it again. Mm -hmm. We cut to three months later, they're making some progress and suddenly it's winter. That's how seasons work, folks. Joel interrogates a couple in their cabin and asks for some directions. This is my favorite couple in the Uh, apocalypse. I wanna live there, I wanna
0: live with them. Yeah, they were great.
1: You may recognize uh, character actor Graham Greene, who played Marlon, uh, who's a Native American actor who's been in like everything. He was in like *Dances with Wolves* mm-hmm. and *Maverick*. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be in the upcoming *Echo* series. Mm. Uh, we saw him at D23. Great. I mean, just so many good quippy lines. I love that they'd been there long before the apocalypse. Uh, and even though they're on guard, like the woman couldn't help but like give them soup. Especially she's got a little girl. Uh, And she's got a mouth and he's like, holy hell. (laughs) Just great. They were so great. I love them. It's been nice to have an episode where, I I
2: love how much Ellie curses, but it's been addressed a lot in this episode. They're like, you have a mouth on you.
1: (laughs) Well, like how like, the uh, growing up in Fedra in this awful place in the Boston QZ, you got a much more of an edge uh, than you do if you have like a nice community to be a part of. Oh, sure. uh, this couple does have some bad news, though. Anywhere there used to be people, you can't go there anymore. And the best advice on how to go west is to go east. And they warn Joel and Ellie about a group of people murdering humans and infected west of the river. They've never seen them, but they just see the bodies floating down. Also, it's important to note, they have seen no sign of the fireflies. And that's what you know Joel and Ellie are searching for. On their way out, Ellie steals a rabbit and Joel rapidly becomes an old man with some intense chest pains. all aging men out there can I was identify like, uh, with that. You yeah, know what yeah. That's, like? Th- that's me going up two flights of stairs. I'm like, this is it. Leave me here. <laughs> Leave me here. Uh, despite the warning, Joel and Ellie continue west into Wyoming. Uh, the show has started dropping more and more hints that Joel's care for Ellie is growing, and he's fighting it. Yeah. He's there are really lots of little her. like
0: parent moments, like put that down or get down from there. You're yeah. Gonna break your neck. Uh, a They're
1: light. they're so close now, and it's so sweet to see. And then, ooh, blah 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 blah. Go ahead, Jessica. <laughs> oh, I was
2: going to say, will this show make it to Father's Day? And it won't, right? There's three <laughs> mm, episodes, mm. so I don't think it will. Mm-hmm. At night, Joel duct tapes his boot. They've been traveling on foot for months now. Ellie shares a drink and her passion for space travel with Joel. Shout out Sally Ride. I just
1: want to point out here, okay? This okay. is more Michael Collins' <laughs> replacement, okay? The name she drops are Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. Michael Collins was also a part of Apollo 11. He he didn't get to land on the moon, but he was in the command module flying it around, okay? Then they dropped Jim Lovell, which is Apollo 13, if you were a member of that film, an actual historical event. And then this is the moment I really like. Joel guesses that her favorite astronaut is Sally Ride. I assume because that's who his daughter's like favorite astronaut was. And I thought that was like a really touching moment, because that's how he knew that she liked Sally Ride. Uh, Sally Ride, an awesome, an awesome astronaut, by the way. I feel
2: bad, because as soon as they said it, I was like, who's Sally Ride? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, a history buff when it comes to our astronauts. Uh, but you are, so thank you for that. Also, an interesting detail, they have a fire here because they're in the middle of nowhere and less worried about the people finding them, <laughs> which I thought about a lot during that episode. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I guess there's no one there. Because there was also not that many trees, so you would see that fire from a
1: very far distance. Right, but I think they imagined, because before, they're traveling along a highway, a charted path, and if people were also traveling, they would see the smoke. But I think in this instance, they're like, oh, we're on horseback, or we're walking, we're out in the middle of nowhere, I think we're Okay. Uh, to like do a fire here because there's like no one around searching for people out here.
0: No one would kill those two anyway. (laughs) Who would want to kill them? Who would
1: want to kill them? They're so nice.
2: I would uh, not. I wouldn't. I would never kill Ellie. I love her. Ellie mentions her concern about the vaccine and her inability to save Sam and it's really sad. Joel goes into dad mode and reassures Ellie if Marlene says they can do it, they can do it and offers to take both watches. He falls asleep (laughs) this time with the good ear still up but Ellie takes the second watch.
1: Yeah, I love how she's showing, like, I've been learning, and, like, he kind of acknowledges that. He's mad, but he's, like, also very proud. You can mm-hmm. see it in his face. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, like, nods to say thank you for, like, you know, letting me get some sleep that he probably really needs. Well,
0: and we see it at the end of the episode how much that trust has grown when she's, like, done. He's, like... Gun.
1: Get that gun. Get, Get that, that gun, gun, girl. Get uh, that gun. They continue towards Jackson and pass a dam that will be familiar to game players. Ellie asks if it makes electricity, and Joel says, yeah, don't ask me how. I don't have a clue.
0: <laughs> Literally what every gamer was thinking. <laughs> right, right, like, right. How?
1: How? <laughs> how? Uh, this is a small change after Ellie called Joel's bluff about the siphon uh, in episode four. There's also a great reference, which he says, damn, very funnily, mm-hmm. and he references Bill Livingston, uh, the author of our favorite pun book. They're circled quickly by a group of raiders, question mark? We don't know who they are. With a dog that can smell infected people. The dog clears Joel and moves on to Ellie. There's an interesting thing to note here. We saw it in the the opening clip there. The camera holds on Joel while Ellie is being searched and we get that same kind of sound design we did in episode one, Mm -hmm. when Joel is being held up by the Fedra guard and he's waiting to see the results. And it's like the blood is rushing in his head. I mean, here we see him physically like having a panic attack. But it's a that, nice like mirroring of what happened in episode one. Oh, was
2: like do you think he gets that sound design when he's scared?
1: Yeah, and I think it was just like reminding the audience of where his headspace is and like is he thinking like I can't fight all of these people? Like one guy he could take, right? And surprise well, They and had rush. him
2: put the gun down.
1: Right, right. He doesn't have his gun. He can't rush ten people on horseback all uh, pointing cool. guns at him, right? Not with uh, that attitude. Not with that attitude. You gotta have a winner's attitude. Uh, but as this is as this is happening, Maria hears Joel is looking for his brother. Her ears perk up, uh, and that's their ticket into Jackson, baby. Go what a town! Jackson. What a beautiful Jackson, town,
2: Jackson,
1: <laughs> Jackson. Go ahead. And, okay, uh, I'm not seeing more Johnny Cash.
2: Man, how comforting was it to spend some time? Oh, in Oh, baby, stay. Just I, stay. I, I, I. There's so many instances. Which this is why I wouldn't make for a good television show. Right. I would have stayed.
1: I would have stayed. At this different is like places. Bill and Frank all over again, where they leave like the next morning. And it's it's so like so spend nice a week, spend man. two weeks. And honestly,
2: I'm kick back.
1: I'm up. Pre pre the uh, pandemic, I was like, this
2: is a civilization where they're all just helping so each a nice other. Town. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's
1: like, communism, baby. Uh, I love that. Like, Don't ooh. even, don't question it. It's communism and it's, it's co- working great. Yeah,
2: that, that moment was
0: great where he was like, it's not communism. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, it's communism. It like, like cool. that, like,
1: that's no. the uh, no. America baby, mm-hmm. I was in the military, Tommy peeking out right yeah. there. She was like, no, it is communism. <laughs> right, I, right.
2: I also just love, I love her, I love her being like, no, sh- 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. shut up, shut um, up. Joel and Tommy reunite, and I love that Tommy is still working construction, Joel gets into the town uh, uh, I mean
1: was that sorry for a second that kind of like a gallows they were building I thought it was I thought it was mm. I thought it was was it not I don't I think it, it, it was I just like that was the first thing I noticed was like oh this feels like a yes. gallows yes. or something. I like thought that.
2: they were making something bad <laughs> Wow. I thought they were becoming Fedra. Um, okay. <laughs> well, we got, I
1: mean, they have a jail. They
2: gotta there, got to hang someone But they never no never
1: but you got to have the threat of the gallows. <laughs> you could go in there. That's how they scare, <laughs> they scare the kids. Okay.
2: Ellie stares on as Joel and Tommy embrace a glance at how important family can be to someone, something she's never had. Uh,
1: the, like, look of pain in her eyes when he's, she's, like, you know she's thinking, like, he's never hugged me like this. So. I've never
2: seen the soft side of Joel. Wow. I was also thinking it was more like I was thinking when she did that it was more fear that like oh, he's gonna leave. Yeah, him. yeah,
1: she's like oh, he's found something else to like he's love and care brother. about. He's oh, no.
2: found brother. Don't worry, they're gonna have a fight. No, so, Yeah, Tommy <laughs> asked Joel what he's doing here and Joel says he's come here to save him. Damn it, Tommy, why did you stop calling Joel back? <laughs> yeah,
1: that was rude as hell. That was rude as hell, Tommy. That was rude. At lunch, Ellie gets stared down by a local and is immediately hostile and uh, and we learn that Tommy and Maria are married with a kid on the way. I also love here how like we see Ellie's classic fast eating and M- Joel's kind of picked it up a little bit too. He's he's eating a little quick too. Yeah, they're, uh, both they're hungry. Survival they're eaters. both hungry, and they're both like, yeah. They're like looking worried. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that prison style eating like... where you gotta block your food. And be like, no oh, prison rules, food. bitch. Uh, I do. I love Ellie's edge, man. She's tough. She's tough. I like it. Oh my god, get, these, keep reading. Keep yeah, going. These little, these the little sheep in their little town. They don't know what it's like out there. You gotta have an edge.
0: They're mm. so cute. I love the sheep. <laughs> I would want to be a sheep farmer too. Oh they yeah, sheep
1: farming's a way to go. But they're gonna be eaten. Plus, you get a good dog to round them up who can smell fungus. It's great. Uh, I guess everyone in this episode is going to have like a super weird relationship with family and new family dynamics. That's why they called it Kin, baby. How about we get over it and everyone just stays in Jackson and we end the show and everyone is happy. I mean, this would be a great ending of the show, the end they live on And they got a
2: house. They, they, got over, free they got a free Communism, house. They got a free house. Communism, baby. Damn, I would. that's why I'm not made for television. I literally would have stayed. I would yeah. have been like, this is great. We just trade, and I work, and I help you guys. Let's do I this. I love it. I love
1: it. Maria gives Joel and Ellie a tour and refers to Jackson as a commune. The Texas boys, of course, flinch in that, but she's totally right. Joel and Tommy share a drink, and Tommy breaks the news that he's not going to Colorado with Joel. It's too dangerous, and he has a family now. Maria's pregnant. Uh, sorry, Joel, you don't count as family. Like, your old family, your old murder family. I got new family. We're kicking in new
0: family. <laughs> One is silver and the other is gold. <laughs> yeah,
1: right, right. Uh, Tommy asks about both Tess and Ellie, and Joel tells a double lie here. He says Ellie is just looking for her family. She's some family of some firefly bigwig, and Tess is fine. She's not fine. Yeah, she uh, is. She's peaceful. She got a kiss before she died, I guess. Uh, Joel okay. walks outside, and after more chest pain, he sees a woman with hair just like Sarah who probably would be just about her age if Sarah was still alive and she has a kid and it's Christmas. And it's just, oh man, that is heavy stuff.
2: They also put up a little tree. They
1: put they up a little, little tree. I was afraid, I was afraid uh, Joel was about to lick that flagpole and get his tongue stuck. Oh, he yeah, walks into a metal story. pole. That I makes it was complete
2: like, sense, Brandon. I was waiting for that scene
1: to also happen. I thought he was like, you know, I wonder if this is true about a who Christmas Who double dog dared <laughs> me? Double dog, who this in this pole? damn double dog dared me? I'll stab you. <laughs>
2: Okay, so Ellie gets a shower and a diva cup from Maria... Pretty clutch, but please find some boiling water to toss that thing into first because it looks hella old. It looks a little, hopefully and, unused,
1: yeah. I mean, not
2: hard to find boiled water. Also, I'm an idiot. I didn't think about the Diva Cup. That, that's it's much smarter than attach. looking
1: for other hygiene oh, yeah. products Easily. all the time, right?
2: Easily. Yeah. Easy. Um, I'm a dummy. You guys are more advanced on the show. Good job. <laughs> this is why you can't be on the show. <laughs> you know, yeah. So be using tampons. In Maria and Tommy's house, she spots a little shrine to Sarah and Kevin, a three-year-old that Maria lost in the first few days of the outbreak. Ooh. Oof. it's sad uh, this is the first time Ellie hears that Joel had a daughter she also gets a super fucking purple coat from Maria it's eggplant it's eggplant she a super fucking purple coat from Maria and is kind of acting like an asshole about it no thank you at all I feel like even with Ellie's sarcasm she isn't usually rude like this she's been extremely mean this entire time I kind of like it. Um, maybe she can feel Joel looking to pull away, or similarly getting attached and worried she'll lose, like she lost her parents, Marlene, etc. Everybody, right? Um, I, but also, I just think she's keeping her guard up, yeah. And I love that. Like, I, I, it, it's not effective when it's like you're outnumbered. There's a million people here. There's only you and Joel. But like, I like that she's still like, well, Tommy's an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not an idiot.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, she, you know, is very much. Has always been a survivalist. Mm-hmm. And if she comes out of the shower and all of her stuff is missing, mm-hmm. like all of her clothes are missing, I can imagine she'd be like, don't right. yep. take my stuff.
1: Yep. Do you think it's what kind I'm of gonna... like a little quiet quitting too, right? Like she's, if I'm an asshole, this town won't let me stay here and they'll kick Joel and I out. And mm, then maybe. Joel can't just drop me off here, right? I think it's a little bit of that. Like I'm going to be so on edge. And I mean, she has a point too. Like uh, Maria was there to like kill them. And she's like, we're looking for Tommy. You know, I think I think she's allowed to be on edge. I did I did really like the yeah. moment too when uh, Maria's like cutting her hair, and she's like, oh, did you used to cut hair? And she's like, I was a district attorney. Well, <laughs> No wonder you're bad at cutting my hair. <laughs> that, was a, that was like a great moment of like, I was a district attorney. Check yourself uh, for a second. Holy shit! There's a movie theater in Jackson, mm-hmm. and they're screening everyone's favorite film, the 1977 <laughs> Richard Dreyfus movie, The Goodbye Girl.
2: Everybody's favorite film. <laughs>
1: Kids are loving it. Oh, they uh, love a little '70s Richard Dreyfuss baby. I mean, couldn't they have found like something from the yeah, early 2000s? What? These poor kids could have been watching like this Finding Nemo, that came out in May 2003. Are that's you the dad. one that collects physical media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would
2: have been good, but watch these people not carry their physical media around with them, Brandon. So they're like, oh, I have a, a weird a, a caddyshack. <laughs> there must be. Well,
1: maybe that's all that was. left. I mean, I assume they've watched everything that was left in that movie theater, and so they're <laughs> back on the cycle again. Uh, but yeah,
0: was this? I don't think this was an actual movie theater. I think this was the barn, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the
1: but I mean, there's probably there's somewhere where they found a reel of film. There must have been a movie theater somewhere close, unless it's the only film they have and they watch it everywhere.
2: week. I'm, that is the, that is actually something good to know. Is like that someone saved yeah. like <laughs> a projector, a film projector, or just or a I, digital one. It could be right. a digital. Well, projector. I also I've, don't know when. Oh, yeah,
1: right. digital projectors became more common, oh. and they started. Digitally sending movies to theaters, and there was no physical media. That's a good question. But that might have been later in the 2000s. I don't know exactly Who when that started. This? Who invented uh, this? Lumiere. <laughs> uh, he, it's his fault. Joel tells uh, Tommy that Ellie is immune and kind of breaks down asking for his help. This is a very vulnerable moment for Joel. He's also drinking again. Man hasn't got his hand on a pill bag in, like, months. He's jonesing he a hard. He needs a, I need some pills. All he got is this really good whiskey. He's getting good whiskey, though. He can tell it tastes good. I love the little look on his face. He's like, oh, you guys actually have good whiskey. I've been drinking this crap out of my uh Yeah, just flask. like some juice yeah, that's yeah. been old. It had like a little tape label on the bottle which made me think they've been making it. Like yeah, they've probably. been distilling their own whiskey there. Great Indeed. stuff. Uh, he tells Tommy about Tess's death and how he's slowing down and worried about Ellie's safety and is making him feel like his heart is stopped. This guy is like in full anxiety panic attack mode. PTSD all over the place. Then we get the most emotionally devastating lie in this episode. He talks about how he's not sleeping and he and when he does wake up, he quote, "I just know that when I wake up, I've lost something. I'm failing in my sleep. Mm. I mean, we've all had those dreams where you have your work dreams or your, you know, your your career dreams, and it's a mess. And you wake up and you're like, oh, thank God, that's not real. Uh, have those dreams, and then wake up, and you're in like a post-apocalyptic world with infected, and you're trying to keep this girl alive. Like, just panic upon panic. No relief from this panic.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, crazy."
0: And I kind of thought that, you know, they, he, he said even before the show started, uh, Craig Mazin and Druckmann, that he was going to be, Joel was going to be more vulnerable. He was mm-hmm. going to feel his age more. And I kind of thought that was a little bit self-contained. Like, oh, it makes him just more vulnerable instead of the video game invincibility. yeah But it's also been building up to him feeling like this is the reason why he has to right. get Ellie off of him. <laughs> you know, <I> don't. <laughs> he's got to unburden himself with he, Ellie because he's, scared he's, that he's, he's getting, gonna be getting so out.
1: invested in her and he's so afraid he's going to be the cause of her death again. Like him bringing up that like, I'm old, I'm slow, I didn't hear that guy, I couldn't stop that guy. She had to kill this guy because of me, because I'm failing. I'm failing. Uh, That's heavy stuff. I also love, you know, we see him trying to fix his shoe uh, with the the hand. The hand that he punched the Federation with, that has the hairline fracture. It's still a problem for him. Uh, And I think the shoes are a good metaphor here. He's putting duct tape on it earlier, a quick fix to a a problem, when the real solution is replace the boots, my guy.
0: Tommy Look to community. You can't
1: do it all yourself. Mm. You have to, like, look up for help. Remember, he thinks he's Tommy's savior, and here he is begging Tommy to save him. He's like, I'm done. I'm old. That's the stuff that I think mentally
2: Joel will come full circle with. And he has because he's like, yeah, get the gun. He's now realizing that. Because he's like, I'm getting too old. And it's like, well, Ellie's getting older. And she's very good at what she does.
1: So she'll be fine. I mean, even the old couple in the cabin points out, like, who's this little psycho? (laughs) Like, they can tell right away this girl ain't right. Uh, Tommy does agree to take Ellie on after he hears the whole story. He's like, I'll do it. Uh, but Ellie has overheard this conversation we later see, which is very interesting.
2: Yeah, Joel and Ellie have a heartbreaking oh. conversation that is pulled almost word for word from mm. the game. Joel changes his mind about taking Ellie after flashing back to a Christmas with Sarah. He's getting so soft. Uh, he's getting soft.
1: He didn't sleep again, and he's like, uh, I was like, I tried. I was going to leave a half hour ago, but I couldn't. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Plot twist, those are all therapy horses. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we, yeah. <laughs> we tricked
2: you. The horses you gave run you the town. These
1: communist horses. This is Animal Farm, <laughs> baby. The sheep yes. and the horses. Four legs good, two legs bad.
2: Oh my God. They leave for the University of Eastern Colorado and get there without a hitch, but there are no signs of fireflies at the college, just some monkeys. A group of raiders arrives on the campus, and Joel and Ellie try to make it to their horse, but Joel's bad hearing gets him again, and one of the raiders sneaks up behind him. Joel takes a gnarly wound to an abdomen from from a broken baseball bat that I thought was a shiv from prison, <laughs> I thought it was a prison shiv. But Brandon was like, just it's a baseball bat and re showed it to me. And it is before snapping the neck of his assailant. Ugh, yeah, he straight up,
1: just straight up choke holds. Yeah.
0: yeah. How is this? is the first time that he choked someone. Or well, he snaps his neck, but choked someone like that, like in the game. Yeah, like I think that. so.
1: I, we haven't really I seen so. him do that before. Yeah. He's gotten in tussles, also, by that move yeah, It's like very game move. move.
2: I don't know. I don't, I've never done it, but I can tell you, it's probably physically so hard to break someone's neck like that without training. So I was like, He's just doing nah. this pure, like, adrenaline. I can
0: do it. I, <laughs>
2: I well, can do it. And
1: I bet he's done it a few times, right? You can do it to chickens. Just grab a chicken and think Try it on me right now, because I'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> we,
2: got time. We, got time. we got time on this? Uh, yes, but so we don't have the health insurance. That's true. I know you have a shit <laughs> so life so I would never do it. Yeah, uh, I keep it in my
1: sock. I keep it in my uh, sock. Yeah, I did love, like, yeah, you see him break the baseball bat on the tree, and, like, Joel grabs him, and that's how the stabbing happens. It, it's, it's really quick, but it's Not great. to be
2: that person also. Have you ever hit a tree with a baseball bat? That reverberation hurts so bad that that yeah. shit would break off so yeah. quick, or you drop it so quick. Uh, I used to smash uh, mailboxes. Keep going.
1: This girl's a problem. <laughs> this little psycho here. Uh, so the two take off on horseback and outrun the other raiders, with Ellie doing some sweet behind-the-back, <laughs> taking shots at him. Uh, Joel slips off the back of the horse, and we end the episode with Ellie pleading for Joel to open his eyes. Damn it, Joel! She you can't fucking do this with she can't fucking do this without you, Joel. Okay, you gotta get it together. The credits roll on a cover of Depeche Mode's Never Let Mm -hmm. Me Down Again. The same song that closed episode one, Danger Time. We're in danger. Mm -hmm. Uh, What an episode. Uh, It was nice to kind of have no infected at all this episode. Very interesting. Uh, And also like uh, not a lot of, it it was nice to kind of feel safe. But this episode is titled Kin. And we see a lot of family dynamics in this episode. that I think we should talk about uh, for our first point today. Ellie asked Joel what, we're gonna do after all of this, and seems sad when she sees Joel and Tommy getting a reunion, right? And Joel is very quick to kind of push off this like we idea, like the old, "What do you got a mouse in your pocket?" <laughs> we're not, we're not a we. Uh, Joel seems jealous of Tommy's new family.
0: Mister, I miss the reference. <laughs> is that what's that from? Oh, if mouse you ever say pocket? like,
1: "Oh, we're gonna go to the store," you're talking to someone like, "Oh, we're gonna go to the store," and you say to them like, "What do you got a mouse in your pocket?" We're not going to the store. Why
0: is there a mouse? So oh,
1: There's a wee! There's a wee. wee. It sounds like a, a, an, an erection joke. I'm an old man. Oh, it's not an <laughs> erection joke. It's not. Uh, you gotta Is in your it? Front?
0: Hold on.
1: Are you <laughs> having to meet me, or is that a mouse in your pocket? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Joel seems jealous of Tommy's <laughs> new family with, with Maria, and the fact that she has a child on the way. Tommy also kind of just dipped out and didn't say like, "Hi, I'm leaving, uh, murderer. I gotta go." Uh, I also want to circle back kind of on that sound design thing we talked about in the moment he thinks Ellie is going to be torn apart by the dog. This kind of compounding idea of family and the danger Mm -hmm. that they're in. Uh, Which part do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about like all the family dynamics Mm -hmm. in this episode, right? This idea that Joel is so afraid of getting close to Ellie and it keeps, every time I feel like he gets close, he backs off. And then he gets closer than he was before. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, two, one step forward, two steps back in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't help himself but getting close, closer and closer uh, to Allie. Yeah.
0: Well, you, you see a bunch of different, like, different types of families in this episode. You start out with the two people who are just living on their own, uh, seemingly child-free. I guess they could have... I don't know. There could um, be a child out in the woods
1: somewhere. Don't <laughs> they don't want to mention for their safety, right? They have
0: fur babies and the rabbits, but they <laughs> kill um, You see, so they're living on their own. You have uh, Joel and Ellie, obviously. You have uh, Tommy and his wife, and now who is pregnant now. So that's their own family. You have the family that is the commune. Yeah. They're one big family. Are there
1: more? Well, I think, I think this episode really shows the strength of family, like we were saying earlier, right? The power of mm-hmm. communism like the power of a commune and a family where you share and you trade and you're all working together toward a, I think it's, a goal. Yeah. Like both the small example and the large example point to it's a it's a red flashing light for Joel where it's like, hi, you need family. You can't do this on your own, and he's starting to realize that too.
2: More than family, I think it's just like you need support, mm. uh, even in your shoe.
1: Right. You need support. <laughs> you, you need
2: the support. Um, I I'm. It's so. I think Tommy's is more interesting because it's the situation of like you had a daughter. And do you remember how much that took, like, a toll on you when she passed? Like, I'm going to be that dad now, and I have to protect my child. I can't go to Colorado. And he's just like, I need you to, like, do this one favor for me. And he's like, I, you, I, I, you. And it's also the fact that, like, Joel thought, like, I'm protecting my little brother. And it's like, well, he's not a little brother anymore. He has a family now. Do
1: you, when, what Tommy says to Joel to kind of, like, win that argument, if you will, when he's like, just because this happened to you. Doesn't mean like I have to do what you say, right? I it's it was a it was a sharp dagger. That was the first stabbing that Joel mm. took. This episode is that fair for Tommy <laughs> to say that he later apologizes, right? Mm-hmm. But was it right for Tommy to say that? Is he right? Well,
2: that, it's that. That's the interesting part. Is like as a little sibling, um, it's like. If you had your entire life, your brother looking over you and doing Mm. all these things and telling you what you did wrong, right? like you were the mess. Even before the pandemic, he was like, yeah, my brother's in jail again. He's always doing these bad things. And it's like looking down on him. And then finally, standing his own ground, fighting his own, meeting a woman, falling in love, getting married, having a child. And he's like, no, I can't do this. Like, you always put this on me and Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take it. Like, I can't do that for you. You have to do this yourself. I don't think it was like right. But in the moment of being like a little sibling and having all this on your shoulder, it probably came out as kind of word vomit and an honest truth. Because, I mean. Yeah,
0: there's a difference between what's true and what's right or kind right. to yeah. say, you know. And I think his his words were like time doesn't stop or like time yeah. can't stop or something like that. Which watch time, that whole motif.
2: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: but, you know, I, I think it was also a bit of a wake up call like yeah. again he can be right and it might not be nice to hear yeah, yeah like but.
2: i think the uh, the epidemic probably made people more blunt too yeah, <laughs> like i'm mean, there's being no, like, reason there's to no have room for courtesy social mores right I, like yeah, here's and also they're like on a commune where they trade so they're probably bartering it's like a lot more aggressive they're probably like look yeah. here this is what you're going to get
1: <laughs> like i'm going to just be honest uh <laughs> what did, what did you think of like the illusion of sheep in this episode i kind of like the idea like We we talked about this with Bill and Frank some too. Is this a good idea for this town to wall themselves off and stay the way society was? I mean, they have formed a commune and they're sharing and all that. But like, are they safer like this? Well,
2: unlike Bill and Frank, they're going out there and killing people. So it's like
1: they're making everyone notice. They have the wall. They're they're. Watching the area, they're very aware when someone comes into their territory from yeah. far away. I don't
0: know if they're, uh, going out and killing seems like on the attack, like on yeah. the offense. I think they're like defending their little uh, yeah. their mm-hmm. little paradise, which, I mean, it's just as dangerous as I guess we're kind of living now in regular society. Because right. it is the most close thing to normalcy mm-hmm. that we've seen in this show mm-hmm. in a community.
1: And I guess in a difference from Bill and Frank, they've welcomed people in as needed. I guess some yeah, people are living did. there, but it sounds like <laughs> when people walk up, they have the dog the dog doesn't kill you, we'll we'll talk.
2: (laughs) I think that, uh, what I was, from the first family that we see in the, that live alone, they're like, yeah, that place is dangerous. That's where you're going to die. It's just Mm -hmm. a bunch of innocent people that have been killed. So I think everyone on the outskirts of the city is like, we just don't go over there. (laughs) Um, So I think it's just like, killing, not killing, but I guess like, keeping a barrier and making people, because even she said in the episode of something like, making them believe, what did she say? She said something that was really, like, ins- not inspirational, but, like, moving about, like, we're not killing for, like, sport. We're just sending a message that, like, don't come over yeah, here yeah. or something they're, like Yeah, they're that.
1: pretending to be, it sounds like the way that they're killing people who are a threat to them, they, they make it seem that, like, whoever's in these walls, they're really bad people. This is, they're, they're mean, they're mm-hmm. vicious, they're, it sounds like they could be mutilating these bodies in a way to, like, scare off yeah, people. Yeah that like, I don't even want to mess with this. Look what they did to this body, I found. Like, But she, her thing is like, that's not us on the inside. Yeah. That's what we're projecting on the outside yeah. uh, to keep us safe. And Look, it's like the things we works. do to keep each other Look, safe. It works. Uh, I, I also really found it interesting in Tommy and Joel's conversation as we talk about family, the family they had before when it was like Tommy, uh, Joel, Tess, and whoever else was involved in the little murder crew. It sounds like Tommy was never in on it as much, He was just going along? Or or, or is that something Maria has kind of come to terms with, where she's like, well, Joel made Tommy do all that stuff?
0: Oh, just judging off of I mean, Tommy admits himself. He says, it's not you, it's we. We did those things. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. Maria's side of it, we get that, but we hear it straight from the horse's mouth.
2: But I think it's because he feels guilty. And so he's like, again, he's like treated like a little brother all the time. So I was like, I took it as like, Oh, maybe he was the first one to bring up. Because Tess and Joel were already together as a unit. Tommy was by himself. He didn't have another person. So it was just being like, hey, maybe this isn't the right idea. And Tess and Joel being like, this is all we can do. Well,
1: and it is, as Joel has said before, Tommy was a follower, right? He Mm -hmm. was always looking for something to follow, a cause or something like that. And Joel may have manipulated that in a way and being like, Tommy, you have to come murder these people with us because I mean, this is what we need to do to survive. Anna's still right, though. He did do it. So
2: <laughs> it doesn't make him a good person. He did still do it. it. I mean,
1: he you know, still did it. So uh, you're still at fault. We, who knows what we would do uh, in, in the Play dead? Yeah. I would kill people. We know what Anna would do I in would the apocalypse. What would I do in the apocalypse? I would go to nerdriot.shop. And buy one of our (laughs) brand new shirts. Okay. Inspired by the last of us, baby. Let
0: me be clear. I would wear one of
1: our shirts. (laughs) As (laughs) as you're being (laughs) murdered by Anna in the apocalypse, (laughs) (laughs) look for the light. (laughs) Look for the light. Anna's not the light. She'll kill you in the apocalypse. You got crackers? You're dead. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, go to nerdriot.shop. Pick up this shirt. We we got a lot of awesome other merch on the site. We've got Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania merch available on the site right now. Yeah, there we go. You can get that. That's opening this weekend if you haven't already seen it. Uh, But check it out. It's a great way to support the work we do here at New Rockstars. Uh, Lots of great merch options there. Nerdriot.shop. Check it out. Support the channel. Rock some great merch. Uh, and have a great time. Also, we've talked about it before, this lovely jacket. Joel's got a new jacket now that he's in colder temperatures. But if you remember this jacket, this is a jacket he's also been wearing. He's got it on underneath his puffer. It's from Huckberry. Uh, The costume designers that work on the show, they got this jacket from Huckberry. It's a flint and tinder wax canvas trucker jacket. Uh, Straight from Huckberry. It's flannel lined so it's very warm as I sweat here under the lights. And it's comfy and I love it and it's great. Uh it's made in the USA from really sturdy stuff uh and it's probably also cordyceps resistant uh but I still have not tested that. I'm very and not a busy I'll <laughs> busy guy. Once the show's done I I will test it then. When I when I don't I, have to be here for the I after shows. I have scurvy if I bite you will it be the same Uh like let's, I don't know if you can get scurvy through bites but we'll find out. <laughs> Click the link in this video's description to buy your own and help support our last of us coverage here at New Rockstars. Uh, so let's get into, like, our next round. A little spoiler, let's talk about some changes from the game. So if you haven't played the games, you don't want to be spoiled anymore, come back out if you played the games. But some spoilers coming now, so here we go. Some changes from the game.
0: Changes from the game! The first one, right off the bat at the beginning of the episode, that couple ain't in the game, and what a no. great addition. So good.
1: So Everything they said was so good. I just want to
0: take it. a nap in her bosom. And just curl <laughs> up. I'm so happy and I warm. I mean, what a
1: lovely lovely lady. Makes your soup. Great. I mean, I just love the blunt. We talked about the bluntness in a post-apocalyptic world, even from the couple. They have, like, no... They love each other. It's clear, but like their language is yeah. very. Yeah. Did blunt. you tell them the truth? Yeah. Are <laughs> did you lying to the them? Are you lie to <laughs> yeah. me? I don't know. I, don't no. know.
0: I love it. Uh, we did get that. Um, we talked about it a little bit last time on how the game uh, Henry and Sam die, and then it does the cut to three months later. But in the game, the three months later is in the fall, not yeah. the winter. Um, so they've changed the timeline a tiny bit, but hey. Um, it's so beautiful. Yeah. The winter
1: Wyoming is beautiful. Yeah. I love those mountains around the town. It looked gorgeous, picturesque.
0: Lovely. Uh, in the game, they have to fix the dam, but in this, it's it's already up it's and already working. working. In this show, they uh, Jackson seems like sort of a really big community, like a whole whole thing. He said it was
1: about like three hundred people or something like that in the town? <laughs> it's a lot of a, lot of, a lot of people, lot too of many people. people.
0: And in the game, uh, it seems slightly smaller. He says we're we're over twenty families, but when you say over twenty, such a specific number, it's probably like twenty two yeah. like that.
1: You would say over thirty if you had more than thirty.
0: Yeah, right? yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, um, and we don't actually see Jackson in the game until The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, so it's bigger, and it's. Uh, and we see it. They have, the yeah, they is. have a lot
1: more going on at this Jackson. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so because we don't actually see Jackson in the first part of the game, most of the events of the episode take place at the dam, and then later at an abandoned neighborhood that Ellie runs away to, which is another change, is that in the game, Ellie overhears um, them talking about her being passed off to Tommy, and she takes off on horseback. Yeah, I think she takes off on a horse, um, and they it, it, they panic and have their Joel panics mostly and has to go find yeah. her with Tommy. Um, and that's what, her being in danger is what makes Joel change his mind and be like, no,
1: I'm coming you." No, I'm that's going with what, you. I, deep,
2: gruff I personally love
1: that change. Uh, I was afraid they were going to do the runaway plotline. Mm. And they didn't. And I also love how they subverted like the gamer's expectation there, where it's like, you don't see her overhearing the conversation. You see her walking around town, like looking around, where's yeah. Joel, what's going on. Uh, and I love the reveal later that she's heard the conversation. Mm. As she's reading the journal, too, uh, again... Ellie with an edge is like, all they got to worry about is boys and what they're going to wear.
0: Well, and that was a uh, pretty much shot for shot of the game. Is this really all they had to
1: worry about? Boys? Movies? Deciding which shirt goes with which skirt?
2: (laughs) Is this really all they had to worry about? Boys? Movies? Deciding which shirt goes with which skirt? I'm
1: sorry about your daughter, Joel, but I have lost people too. You have no idea what loss is. Everyone I have cared for has either died or left me. Everyone... ...fucking except for you. So don't tell me that I would be safer with someone else, because the truth is I would just be more scared. I'm sorry about your daughter, Joel. I have lost people too.
0: You have no idea what loss is.
1: Everybody I have cared for has either
0: died or left me. Everybody fucking except for you! So don't tell me that I'd be safe with somebody else because the truth is, I would just be more scared.
1: You're right. You're not my daughter. I sure as hell ain't your dad and we are going our separate ways you're right you're not my daughter and I sure as hell ain't your dad now come dawn we're going our separate ways Actually. I do love they didn't do the whole runaway thing. Mm. Joel being there in the morning was like a nice, cute
0: surprise. Yeah, I mean, really, it makes sense practically, because not much happened during, like, yeah. there's no reason really for her to run away. The yeah. same scene takes place, and it's just, it's mostly gamer shit. Like, uh, have Joel shoot <laughs> Gamer stuff. Game, just gamer Missions. Missions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Maria is pregnant in this one and lost her son. Those are new details. Uh, She's just chilling oh. in the game. She's, She's just chilling, yeah, yeah. being a little leader. They
1: gave her a lot more agency here, which I really like. Also, did you recognize? She was still pretty sassy. Did you recognize uh, Maria? Who is she? She is Tara from uh, True Blood. No, uh, it's, not. HBO no show. it's not. That's no, it's not. No, it's from not. True Blood. Did you ever watch True so Blood? No. She looks so good still. Eggs, my eggs. That's not her. That is her. That is not that her. That is her. She still looks great. She's killing it.
0: Uh, I'm, stuff. I'm Twilight or bust. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old. I'll bust. Uh, and then Joel's <laughs> Oh,
1: yeah, you
2: will. <laughs> not like that. Oh, uh, yeah, you will.
0: Oh no! Is there a mouse in your pocket? Or <laughs> anyway, uh, and and Joel's reasoning for leaving Ellie with Tommy is different. This, I mean, this is in the game. Joel is not; he doesn't have this big monologue, this meltdown right. sort of a thing. He—it's more of a logical thing for him. It's like y'all—you have the guys; you should go take yeah. her and finish this off. I
1: also on that um, real quick—the panic attacks that he's having—that's like kind of a new device new. for the show, which I really mm-hmm. like. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's very interesting because, I mean, you know, having in the game would be weird. Like, press X to breathe slowly. I don't know. But, like, it's a very interesting device. And I, I love that thing, too. It's, like, not that he wants to get rid of her because he's just sick of it. It's that, like, he knows that he's falling in love. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, I've got to get away from this because, like, my body can't handle it. Yeah,
0: that layer of vulnerability and fear was so effective. Yeah. And that whole monologue was probably my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. I really loved it. Um, so yeah, as we mentioned before, there are no infected at all in this, uh, including the University of Eastern Colorado. Uh, the way Joel gets that wound is different in the show than in the game. Broke a baseball bat in the show. Uh, in the game, he falls onto a piece of rebar. It's really like shocking. Like yeah. it's one of those like almost like fall on a fence moments where yeah. you're just like, oh my god. And as
1: Ellie, you have to pull him off right in the yeah, game. Like, I do also like the change of not the rebar thing because that is a very oh, I superhero it. moment right like I think we could believe that Joel could continue to live from I the li- stab yeah. the whole like pulling someone off, off of, of rebar, rebar is yeah. very
2: intense I loved it so much I want it I just love gore uh, so I'm sure I was, we'll get more gore I was very like oh I can't wait to watch Ellie pull him off of this giant slab
1: uh, we'll get into our kill counts for this episode and it's not going to take too long because there's only one death this episode <laughs> Joel gets one by strangulation and broken neck <laughs> pretty the powerful of,
2: is that the killer of the week
1: That's the kill of the week, (laughs) Kira, on The Last of Us. The kill of the week. Um, So real quick before we wrap up this episode, and we're in full spoiler mode now. We can talk about the second game. We can talk about whatever we want. Mm -hmm. Uh, A question I have for you both is, like, something we've heard on the podcast, the After Show podcast for this show from Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, is that the creators have talked a lot. There are still a lot of surprises in store for people who have played the games uh, and are watching the show. The next episode of this show is called Left Behind, the title of the DLC for the game that exists mostly in flashback, but still has some of Ellie looking for meds for yeah. Joel. We'll see what happens there. What changes to the end of the season do you think we're gonna see?
0: I wonder if they're going to avoid the more like
2: eating humans. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, the, when when he gets Ellie, when he like oh, is on top he, yeah. of her, and that's a very uh, visceral, visceral moment. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's just like, ugh, I don't know if they're going to avoid that. I Honestly, I I really enjoy the beats in the game. I wonder if sort of the, I don't know if it's a big enough difference for them to talk about it, but I wonder if. Ellie's gonna kill Riley in the mm.
1: game. Yeah. Um, that it makes sense. Right. We're expecting mm. to see a flashback this ne- next episode to in the mall when her and Riley get attacked. Mm. And if in the game she doesn't kill Riley, but in the show it, we know that she's killed. Well we one don't know. Person. She like she could have. Yeah. Right, off-camp. she could have. Yeah. Yeah. They love point.
2: connecting things so much right. with, like the bread at the first episode and the handshaking that watch it be like, Yeah, that is the one. Well will, the, will this next
1: it. episode start with the image of a snowy Yes. A snowy forest rabbit. floor and a little rabbit come hopping. Yes. And people who know are going to look to the people watching okay. the show who maybe, don't know.
2: Maybe it won't be as gruesome as an arrow. Uh, maybe it'll be like, oh no, I was about to say, maybe it's going to fall into like a bear trap, but that's right. way worse that's,
1: than an arrow. Well, <laughs> and, and do you think, as we talk about the maybe changes, how they're okay. going to surprise us, are they going to surprise us with something very, like a shocking death that does not happen mm. in the games? Like, Could Tommy die? Could Maria die? What if... uh, Could someone who we know survives in the games not survive this season of the show? What
2: if Riley was never... This is very stupid. This is like literally rogue theory. What if Riley was never going to turn? What if
1: Riley (laughs) was just... also... Oh, no. Or just
2: like stayed alive and
1: was like, should we kill him? What if Riley's still alive and has become the mega bloater what
2: if she is a bloater That'd be yeah,
1: insane. and she comes back how and could you like, tell that i turn? followed you all the way to wyoming
0: i love your new voice right <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's
2: great. i don't think the bloaters talk like that <laughs> <laughs>
0: um i i don't know i think i i if it's not as small as mm-hmm. shooting riley i don't think right. they'd change too much about the dlc because they've already introduced the arcade game so it feels like they're setting right. that seat that specific mall yeah, yeah. scene up I think it'd probably have to do with the cannibals and and all that and maybe the fight in the the barbecue place or whatever. I
1: I think if she did kill Riley, it was probably with that, that knife. Her, oh. her, her mother's knife, mm-hmm. Oof, tough stuff.
0: Here's something I noticed in uh, in the show. In the barn, when they first get there and are eating that thing and she gives the mean mug to the girl, could that be Dina? Oh, it, very it, it kind, interesting. The actress kind of looked like the, uh, the in game.
1: Well, there was character. a lot of uh, kind of like foreshadowing of part two, right? We saw mm-hmm. Shimmer. Uh, who is Ellie's horse in part two. Uh, the cute little pony. Yeah, a pony So cute, man. it's got to grow up a little bit. Uh, we also learned that Joel wants to settle down in, at an old farmhouse and raise some sheep. And this is kind of what Ellie and Dina will do in The Last of Us yeah. part two. Is she going to steal his idea? It's, I mean, like, could Joel die this season? Would that be totally insane? I would, I don't know. That's on, I think that's a TV, It's it's
2: on the audience for TV versus the audience for yeah. the games. If it will come across... For HBO Max, like a good idea to kill Pedro Pascal that quickly. Right. I think the big
0: moment is his decision to, and then his decision to take her and then lie to her. Like I feel like that's a good season finale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. uh, When he said that sheep line, I did
2: clock, and I was like, oh my god, that's gonna be why Ellie's so about raising (laughs) sheep. Yeah, adorable. There it is. So that is it for this episode of the Break Room. We'll be back next week to discuss episode seven. But we also do the show every day live at three p.m. talking about all the nerdy. News you love and the, you, all the nerdy news that you need to know. Follow me at Lulu underscore Clemens. Follow Brandon at Grin and Barrick. Follow Anna it it's Anna Vanston. Subscribe to the Break Room wherever you get your podcast, and we'll see you Tuesday. Thanks for watching. Goodbye. Oh.
1: Damn. Damn.
2: <laughs>